what we have here is failure to communicate. Some of you might have located this quote from the 1967 film Cool Hand Luke, but many of you might have already put together that this describes the times that we're living in. <sighs> Communication. This is the problem with our society. Everybody thinks they know everything, but most people don't know anything. And the people that do know something, know something about their field or their life or their experience, but they don't know the same things about other people. Now, it, it's okay not to know something. I've said this before. But it's not okay to assume that you know everything and to ignore all evidence to the contrary. So I'm going to go ahead and um, jump into this with something that's current and our problem with COVID-19, where everybody thinks they know everything about the virus and nobody knows everything. I mean, even the scientific experts are changing their tune daily about what they're telling us to do and how we should live. And don't get me wrong, these are suggestions, but people are thirsty to know how they're going to get through this. Now, the reverse has happened where a lot of people have gotten so much information that they've just rejected everything. And they're looking for something that makes them feel better. They're looking for comfort. So when they get that video saying that Dr. Fauci is wrong or Dr. Fauci's lying or he's part of a conspiracy, the Illuminati or Bill Gates or whatever, they're going to share that because it makes them feel better. And they have a bunch of other people around them who think the same way. They're going to share it too and they could be together in their misinformation circle. Now, is it up to me to be able to tell them they're wrong without backing up the information? No. But I can find a bunch of scientists and doctors and give them information, but they're not going to listen because they don't want to communicate to come to an understanding of what's going on. And what's happening is that there isn't a conspiracy to shut down businesses. Businesses open. So now we got to deal with the realities of the situation. And the reality of the situation are that people aren't going to come out and shop until they feel comfortable. So yeah, your salon, your barbershop, your retail store is open so you can shop and try on clothes. But the question we need to ask is how long can they stay open at 25, 50% capacity? Especially restaurants. I mean, do any of you guys remember Demolition Man? They might have called it for the future. And um, Idiocracy covered this too, where they had a huge warehouse that was Costco. And you walk in there, everything you need, clothing, restaurants, um, lawyer certificates, coffins, everything was there. That's the kind of future that we're looking at here, whether you like it or not. These small businesses are going to fold because they can't survive what's happening in real time. And who's going to pick up the slack? Walmarts, Amazon, Costco. And the same with Catholic restaurants, because how are these art artisan restaurants going to survive at 25, 50% capacity? Especially if we get a second wave, we got to shut down again. How are they going to survive that? And now the government's shutting off the faucet to give people money to live. So what happens when you shut off the faucet? People can't spend money. What happens when people can't spend money? Our economy crumbles. Yes, this is the reality that we're living in. Our Congress men and senators 
sorry, congressmen and women and senators are playing Russian roulette to win the election in November by being tough and actually wishing that all this was fake and it's all fake news and nothing's going to happen and ignoring the 100,000 deaths. Yes, I may not be there when you hear this, but it's going to be there by the time the month rolls over. 100,000 dead and you still have people running around saying that this is all fake news. No, this is reality, but I think everybody has an idea of what's going on with COVID-19. And some people want to admit it, some people don't. That's their prerogative. Uh, I'm tired of preaching to people um, to wear masks. We're not even sure about the mask issue. That's here nor there. Um, encouraging people to distance and to respect other people and to not go out in public in large groups and um, so that they can spread the virus to the most vulnerable. To me, that's something easy you can do. Not flood a pool and have a thousand people in a pool um, creating a petri dish for this virus to spread. We can't do it simple in America, can we? I mean, we can't even do our relationships simple where we're still ingrained with the idea of the picket white fence and having five kids and living the perfect life and having the perfect job. The reality situation is that you have no time to spend with those kids if you do get the perfect job because you're working like 60 hours a week and driving up and down the road. And so you leave when it's dark and you come home when it's dark. So how much time do you spend with your kids when you got to wake up like at 5 in the morning, 4 or 5 in the morning to be able to get to work and do it all over again for five days a week? So what, do you have your two days on the weekends? How do you spend those? Are you Is that quality time with your kids? Are you doing what, what our grandfathers um, did and our parents did because both parents are now working 60 hours a week so we have a generation being raised by nannies if they can afford it but obviously they can't because we're all still living paycheck to paycheck while the cost of everything goes up and our paychecks stay the same is that really living i mean what society in their right mind would agree to this we didn't we gave all the power to our political parties who put people in office who are career politicians who don't live the same lives that we live. And they did it for their donors because look at all the billions these corporations are making and the CEO pay. Their pay is going up every, every year. Is your pay going up every year? And you want to run around and be angry at welfare and people who make more money on unemployment when um, make more money on unemployment than they do in, in a regular job. I mean, I'm not mad because hopefully they can save their money and they can live a better life when this lifts and hopefully their job will be there. I mean, odds are that their job won't be there and it's not like they have a choice to be on unemployment because if their job opens up, that's it. They can't, if they refuse to work, they get no money. That's how unemployment works when you want to have a conversation about it. If you don't understand how things work, you can't just run around being mad at people. See, go back to my opening line. Failure to communicate. We don't want to understand things. We just want to act like we know everything so that we can have this persona of being all-knowing. And even when we're wrong, we want to admit that we're wrong. I mean, I, I would say this is a new phenomenon in our 
cultures babied because we haven't had to live through a war or a true crisis like the Great Depression. But it's always been this way. We have, we have, we, our culture has had a problem with people that are different and people who think they know everything and don't want to get a chance to know about the other side. I mean, we, we can go back to our race problems. We can talk about our religious problems. We can talk about our problems between the poor and the super rich and everything in between. I mean, we can talk about how poor whites were manipulated by the rich to control the culture. I mean, we can talk about that. Do we want to talk about it? No. We just want to say slavery was bad. It's over. Let's just move on. We don't want to talk about systemic oppression that came down from slavery and how the people who were born in those conditions never had a leg up. They never had a chance. Because the minute they had a chance, like, oh, well, it's going to be separate but equal. We're not going to give you loans. We're not going to give you a chance to be at the upper part of society. Generation after generation after generation had to fight and claw to get to where we're at today. It's not even that great today. Walk out to the inner city. I mean, do those kids have the, have the same chance that the rich kids and other communities have? No. Let's just make this conversation about money. That's what it's about. Look how much college costs. I mean, how can those kids, when they're p- people around them with the money or their drug dealers? I mean, is, is it okay that they idolize them? No. But can you see their point of view? This is communication. We, we can't fix these things until we have communication to talk about it. There is a disconnect in our society. People who haven't had to truly struggle don't understand it. Therefore, they look down on it and talk about welfare queens and people living off the government. But look at our top corporations. They don't pay taxes. Isn't that the same thing? Except for it looks cleaner, so you're just going to have to like, oh yeah, well, that's, that's how business is done. We're truly getting a lesson in COVID-19 about how business is done. We, we got a lesson in the last market crash and how that worked out. When people lost their jobs, they lost their way of life, and they lost their income, they weren't able to spend money, and what happened? We went into a recession. So do the math about what's happening now when we go into a depression. People can't spend their money. The government has no more checks to give people and their jobs are gone. So what are these people going to do? They're not going to spend money on stuff they don't need and our economy will crumble. It's really that simple. All you have to do is pay attention to how things work and you can see how, where things are going. Instead of us taking the time to understand how the dominoes work. We sit there and say, oh, well, let me be mad at the media. And the truth is, we're not even mad at the media. We're mad because the media is saying the things that we want to hear. And the media has adapted to this, where we have a conservative media, we have a liberal media, where they can run around and say whatever they want because they're no longer based on facts. It's based on opinion. So what do you do? You surf around to hear what everybody's saying. Instead of just strictly listening to them for the facts, they do put out facts. And not hanging on every word and being a robot. That's what critical thinking is. 
There isn't a need to shut down the media because you don't like what they hear. There is a need to force the media to go back to being truth tellers, to stop being pundit sensationalists and actually put out facts to help people. That's what the media should do. But guess what? The media runs on money. Yes, those commercials that come on, that's how the media stays on the air. And as long as you're supporting them, running around sensationalizing things and playing one side and giving alternative facts and running around saying whatever they want, that's how it's going to be. So are you ready to change? Because change begins with you. Yes, you. It doesn't begin with the media changing through some magic power where they're no longer based on making money anymore. That's not going to happen. You being mad at them and calling everything fake news instead of doing your own research to find out if it is legit, that's not going to change anything. Simply jumping onto a politician and acting like he's a deity, can't do anything wrong, and not even holding him up for the stuff that he do that's wrong, that's not going to change anything. Sitting there spreading stereotypes and sitting there saying, well, you're black. So you're going to vote this way and I'm not even going to talk to you and I'm just going to assume I already know everything there is to know about you. Or you're a woman. Therefore, your opinion doesn't count and you're just going to vote this way because so-and-so is a woman. That's not right. We all have individual stories, no matter color of our skin, our religion, our background. The differences come in the way that we think and we perceive life based on these things. Therefore, we need to talk to each other. We all have the same problems. We all have, we're all angry about the same things. But we choose to come at this from our tribal angles instead of working together to figure out what's best for society. The whole point of us living in society is to have, just to fix problems. Take care of the big things. I mean, our dams are crumbling. Our bridges are falling. And we're not even talking about that. We're not even there yet. This should have been the first thing that was done when Trump came into office. We had the new Congress in the new house. Our infrastructure. What is more important than our infrastructure? What's more important than driving down the road and not being afraid that the bridge is going to fall down and crush your car? I mean, I don't care if you're black and you vote conservative. I care if I'm going to die trying to drive to work. It's really that simple. We can't even fix the simple things because we made everything political. There, there's still time to fix this. There's not much time. I mean, looking at the election coming up, nobody wants to talk about anything important. We're just sitting there talking about how much we hate Trump or how much we hate Biden. I mean, I want to know what they're going to do when they get in office. I mean, Trump's had three years to figure it out. He's in his fourth year, and now he's got this pandemic. Oh, 
what is Biden going to do different? And now there's a female libertarian candidate also named Joe. What is she going to do different? Are we even going to pay attention to her? Are we going to listen to her? Because that's what third party candidates do. They force the two major parties to talk about other issues. Talk about real issues. Are we going to have a real debate? Or are we just going to sling mud and memes at each other? I'm not even going to say it. I know you're waiting for me to say it, but I'm not going to say it because I'm sick of saying it. You know, we are better, but we're not acting like it. I mean, you would think that 100,000 dead would create real change in this country. No, not at all. Half the country is dismissing it and fighting everything someone says suggests anything. And the other half is running around and doing mass checks and Asking if and saying people don't care about other people. How can we communicate better? How can we communicate in our relationships? How can we make new relationships? How can we break the left-right divide and come together as a nation and say, hey, I don't care who wins, but this is what I want you to do. I mean, we're not even talking about the deficit anymore. I mean, the Republicans are supposed to be the hawks and guardians of this. They're not even talking about it. We're just throwing around money and not cutting anything. We're still doing all our wars to nowhere, building walls. That stuff costs money. And if we're not cutting something, that's just going to build up on our debt. The whole point of this is for us to think of ways that we can work together instead of working against each other. And I know it's a novel concept. Maybe I need to jump my time machine in the time we did this. Because, I, I mean, honestly, when I think about it, there wasn't ever a time we did this. But you'd think with age, we'd be enlightened enough to see where things went wrong then and what we're doing now. Because now we've got all the same problems we had before, but it's condensed into a war between two sides about nothing. Our elections are about nothing. It's all fluff. And when you put people in office based on fluff, they're going to give you fluff. And fluff isn't going to take care of us. I mean, I'm not even asking for the government to take care of us. I'm asking to do common sense stuff. We pay taxes for a reason. Our money should be put to good use. That's not happening. So if you take anything from this, I simply want you to think critically before you send that donation to a candidate, before you put that sign in your front yard before you go on online and look up people to fight with because they're disagreeing with your point of view. Before you post something without facts and before you get angry when someone gives you legit facts that what you're posting is wrong. Think. That's all I'm asking for is to think. Well, that's it for my soapbox this week. Join me every Wednesday for the conversation. You can find it at calfineking.com. You can can listen to the podcast directly on Anchor. 
It's also on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Follow me on social media at Calfani King. New videos every Friday. This week, I'm going to dig a little deeper to talk about the media and our expectations and failures and the future of media. My name is Calfani King, and I approve this message. King out. <laughs>